Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Welcome back to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen, and with me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are here with episode motherfucking 60. Motherfucking 60. Motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking 60 train. Plane. Plane. Train plane? I mean, (laughs) they made a... I think they made a train one too, but I don't know. It's probably a knockoff movie. But oh boy, we have some special shit for y'all today. Yes, and it's something very near and dear to our hearts as we hinted to in the last episode we are reading you a story that we have written ourselves riley wrote most of it i put the, the flair into it <laughs> yeah well we worked it was collaborative, it was, it was effort, collaborative. Okay? i think you did more work than i did so thank you like but yeah i'm gonna give you a round of applause already all right. so yeah i mean we wrote a story it's called <laughs> the mystic woods of west michigan we're super excited to to read it like We've been waiting all week to read this. I'm over the moon about it, honestly. And you guys are probably going to read it tomorrow, so... Uh, well, <laughs> Listen to it. Yeah, I will try to post, like, the yeah, so dialogue we'll put, like, yeah, to we'll put the whole, somewhere, like, story too, um, so that you guys could either follow along or just read or, it. Or, hey, why don't you join our community, and uh, maybe we'll put it up there. Yeah, that's probably what we'll actually do. So, if you go to our Facebook page, <laughs> you can now join our What Goes Bump the Night Night Crew group. Where we'll be posting like exclusive content. Uh, we're doing polls stories. for you guys to help pick episodes from now on. It yeah, sounds so, like we're gonna start doing. I yeah, mean, so yeah, pretty sure next episode you guys are gonna have a chance to like pick what we actually talk about. So at least we're gonna test the waters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see how it does. If we get one episode gets one vote, then I guess it wins. I, that's it. So <laughs> we're <laughs> that's how that. it's gonna work. But without further ado, let's read the Mystic Woods of West Michigan. Bum, bum, bum. By Riley Clark and Trevor Jensen. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. This story is one I cannot forget. It's been years since it happened. I can still not shake the fear, but today I just can't get the vivid memories out of my head. Memories so clear, it haunts me, torments me almost daily. And today I've decided it's time to share the story of my time in the mystic woods of West Michigan, where all this took place in our sandy home town nestled on the west coast of the mitten my name is riley and this story takes place with my good friend trevor we take a summer trip to this one area of the woods just off the grand river and camp along the bank for a weekend of fishing and grilling out and kicking the shit till the wee hours of the night lush foliage lines the banks of the river and we aren't strangers to some of the wildlife that come to investigate Warm breeze blow the trees around the area and something straight off a postcard. The nights would turn into cool, comfortable seclusion from the urban world. The night and all the beauty would come to show us there are more than just what we know to be. After years of doing this, almost every year, things would get downright creepy every night around 3 a.m. We had heard the legends of the mist and the phantoms that danced in it, the thick misty fog rolling in the blinking everything obscuring anything from the true shapes of the things hiding in it but we always just said the mist it's just an urban legend and nothing more every year almost like clockwork a great day would turn into a not again oh no event but this time we came prepared to prove it was just a legend and we have been 
letting our imagination get the best of us. An illusion of the eyes. A straight sound in the mist, a feeling of unease that we can explain away. We wouldn't be fooled again if we could do anything about it. This time, we came with every paranormal capturing device money could buy. We were not going to let whatever it was get the best of us this year. Boy, we were geared up. We had night vision cameras, EVP devices, thermal vision, EMF detectors, REM pods. If it's been on a ghost hunting show, we had it packed up and ready to capture whatever lurks in these woods at 3 a.m. No matter if it's some kids playing pranks or actually something much scarier, we were ready. We headed to the boat launch and prepared our boat for launch. As I backed the boat in, Trevor prepared the lines to the dock, and an older gentleman interested in our expedition came up to Trevor and asked, Where are y'all heading to? Trevor responded, Up the river a few miles, to the river split near the Mystic Woods. We have really good luck up there fishing every year. The old man smirks and pleads for us to be careful. You know about the spirit of the swamp, don't you? Being confident it's all just talk and nothing more, we tell the man. We do this trip every summer. Only thing we are going to have to worry about is catching dinner. He laughs and warns us. Don't get lost in the fog. You won't find your way back in those unforgiving swamps. Best of luck, fellas. We confidently tell him we'll be okay. We jump in the boat untie the docking lines, and begin our boat ride to our fishing spot. The first day of the weekend goes without any alarm. Most of the day is sunny and warm, spent fishing and catching what ends up being dinner for the night. Two really nice walleye. At the campsite, we fry them up and enjoy a great meal, accompanied by music and a raging campfire. As the night chills and the air feeds the light of the fire, we catch what looks like a man standing on the tree line almost unnoticeable on the edge of the light. You know, the darkness when you're far from any light pollution and the only light you have is from the moon and the fire. You see only dark shapes in this light. Being miles from anyone, we instantly got worried he might be lost. Trevor yells out to him, Hey man, you want a beer and some warmth? We got a real nice fire and an empty seat. The man says nothing. Worried, we both looked at each other, and as soon as we look back, we say, Hello? The man is gone. All red lights go off internally, warning bells going off. At this time, Trevor stands up and says, All right, dude, I'm grabbing the night vision camera, and I'm going to take a look. Hesitant, but in agreement, I also grab the EMF and thermal. Not knowing what we should do if this man is in need of help or what the case. We weren't going to be punked. We headed to the area where we last saw the man. Thick brushes all around and we make our way to the tree. We presume he was at. Pricker bushes bite in our legs as we trudge through the area. But when we get to where he was standing in the muddy swamp edge, there was no footprints. Looking through the thermal, there was no sign of a heat source present or having been there. I say to Trevor, dude, there's no sign of anyone being here on the thermal. Do you see anything out in the woods? He replied, um, no, but there is a mist coming in again like last year, and it's thick, moving this way. As Trevor sees this, a chill cuts the air, and I see the onset of a low, misty fog rolling on the ground, coming for us. 
the mist had always freaked us out and typically it's when we would call it a night but tonight was different we saw a man or a figure or i don't know what to call it a ghost wanting to figure out the legend for ourselves fear would not rule the day it's 3 a.m trevor and i are standing in the middle of the woods away from our campsite wondering what what it was we'd just seen the thoughts raced through our head as i try to decide the next best move it's dangerous to go out at night in the woods even more so with low visibility and dropping temperatures i say to trevor as the thicket menacing mist approaches us through the dark thick underbrush and swampy woods should we just call it a night maybe we're just tired and our eyes are playing tricks on us ghosts don't just hang around out in the woods and bring on fog we're just overreacting he replies yeah maybe you're right it's late but that man was as real as you and me riley do you think it was trying to tell us but right then i had to shh trevor because my emf started to spike it was hitting the red marker which meant extremely high levels of electromagnetic energy was present but we were in the middle of swampy woods next to a river miles from even a power line the air was frigid it didn't make sense then from a distance we hear chattering we couldn't make out the words but it sounded like hundreds of people murmuring the same three words get out now get out now get out now get out now years of sleeping and camping on the riverbank of the edge of the swampy woods we had never heard anything like this before the trees sounded like an orchestra of voices their now. branches beckoning us out it was approaching faster and faster almost simultaneously with the mist that was now wrapping itself around us in the camp as the fire lashes out and burns hesitantly we head back to our campsite the man is once again next to our tent just out of the light of the campfire just leaving a silhouette of himself too dark to make out any features but visible enough to make out the shape trevor turns as i tap his shoulder to see what i see and when trevor turns around the man vanishes out of thin air what dude what did you see him trevor did you see him he was right next to the tent trevor says no who who was next to the tent and what's with all these fucking voices? What is going on? I replied, the man, he was right there. You didn't see him? Freaking out and almost in a panic, I started losing my mind. Now, when I say this, tr I truly mean losing my mind. The voices are all around us. They needed to add, then to add to the horror, the woods are now filled with hundreds of silhouettes of people almost everywhere. You look, there's a person. On our heels, we start backing up to the river field and push to leave the area. A completely unsettling, unwelcoming presence is felt. It was overwhelming. Then I really lost my mind. No flashlight or paranormal devices, as if my body acted on its own. I charged the woods, screaming anything that comes to mind. Come on, you can't scare us. We know it's a trick. It's not going to work. We're not leaving. Then I look back, and the camp is gone. As if I've run for miles, nothing looks familiar. I yell for Trevor. Trev, where are you? Where'd you go? I can't find the camp. Dude, help. But minutes pass, and I don't hear anything back from him. I'm freaking out as the figures from the woods start creeping in closer and closer, almost glitching from tree to tree, and throughout the moonlight shining through the swamp in the mist it's close to four or five at this time and the silver of the sun can be seen coming over the horizon 
After aimlessly walking through the woods for what had to be 15 and 20 minutes, I found Trevor. We somehow had been separated when I lost my mind. I asked, dude, oh my God, what happened last night? He doesn't say anything. He's standing next to this huge oak tree. Now, when I say huge, I mean huge. It had to be the biggest tree I've ever seen in my life, but this tree was not normal. Old, for sure. Older than any tree in the area, as if it were the first. It gave off a vibe of unease just looking at it. The leaves were withered and the bark dark and discolored. It had ropes hanging from every branch and they had all had nooses on them. Then I saw what he was looking at. It was a skeleton hanging from the tree and in his hand was a letter. Completely startled, we looked at each other and through eye contact we agreed we needed to grab that letter as if we were led here to do this. In the letter, it described, Dear whoever finds this, these woods are not normal. What you hear is true. There is an evil swamp spirit who runs the woods, and he will kill anyone who disturbs his home. Run now, or you will suffer the same fate as me, the others who have tested him. Why are you still reading? Run, or you will die. The paper is old, hard to read, and bled of ink, but not too much to read what it says. It's been written in very old handwriting. How is it there's no one has found this escapes me? Almost like it was being protected and anyone who stumbled into the web is on the hook. We look at each other, still not saying a word, and start running. But neither of us know where we are heading. When out of the fear and frantic looking around, we see ahead of us 20 yards or so, the spirit he'd spoke about. He was about six foot tall, had a necklace made from human teeth and long black hair. He had no face and a smell that was like rotten fish and human flesh mixed with swamp water. His clothing was what looked like to be human skin and hair. He laughed as he saw us <laughs> and charged. Disoriented enough, we changed course, smashing through the mud and the brush that was tearing us up as we made our way to what we had hoped to be the shoreline. Hopefully find the boat and escape this monster that was now tormenting us. We found a familiar trail and ran for our lives, noticing a fallen log and a carving in the tree. Thankfully the moon had set and now it was daytime. The sun was rising to this day. I think the sun rising and breaking the fog is what saved our lives from the evil spirit of the woods or maniac of a person that lives out there. Only what lies out there truly knows what's happening. Paranormal occult or downright weirdos, we still have not been back to our fishing spot on the banks of the river, but the vision of that night still lives inside Trevor and I. So let me tell you that the urban legend of the mystic woods of West Michigan is not a legend. It's real. Do not go to that swamp. Whatever is out there does not want attention. Eventually, they will come after you, and you might not be as lucky as we were. When you see the fog, it's time to go. If you let the fog surround you, I fear that's when the evil spirit or whatever is lurking makes his move. He draws you to the old oak tree, not knowing what or how you got there to do what happened to the last unfortunate note bearer. I beg of you to stay away unless you want to end up nourishing the oak tree. I have a feeling he let us go to let it be a reminder 
why you don't always want to find the legends that are. Get out now. <laughs> Boom, bitches. Finn. That is The Mystic Woods of West Michigan. Written by yours truly, Riley Clark. Trent and read Jensen. by yours truly. Narrated by the one and only Riley Clark. I'm so happy about that, though. That's such a good story. I'm, I can't believe we wrote that. Yeah, it was fun to read. All right, so let's let's get in a little depth here. What made you and I do it? Um, oh, we've actually talked about writing stories many, many times. We've even mentioned it on the podcast that we were going to do it. We want to be creative because that's what we're doing now is trying to yeah. be creative. I mean, we read so many other people's stories. Like, it yeah. just inspired it felt, me. Yeah, it felt right. To just write something so me and Trevor have kind of done something like this but never like an overnight camping trip not or yet anything we've fished a lot and stuff and this kind of this location specifically that i had in mind when i drew the pictures in my head for writing the story is a place i used to go and do this with my dad exactly where it's, it's like, like it's real it's like an island mm-hmm. and it was really creepy and we are going to go there and spend the night one of these nights yes and actually a listener reached out to us and told us a really crazy stories that he has from that area mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll be able to go there with him is kind of what we had in mind so if you're listening to this we know who you are you know who hands you are. on the truck <laughs> yeah We'll shout you out when you're on the episode. Yeah, please come be on the episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is is our calling to you. Yeah, this is us calling to you on the episode. But, I mean, it's just a really creepy area, and... It's awesome. It seemed like a really good setting. Like, it's just, like, how I... Fog really does roll in like that sometimes. Yeah. When you're by water like that, it gets thick. Yeah. Like, it was like that, like, a couple days ago, for real, when it was, like, about to rain. It was super thick down by the lake. The Lake Michigan was just like that, like... Yeah, couldn't see out there. Two or three days ago. Not even three feet in front of you couldn't see. But yeah, just like that, remember seeing that when I was a little kid, like kind of inspired me to just write a spooky story about the area. And it was fun. There isn't a real, this is not based off a real legend at all. I made I wish. made it up. There ain't no tooth necklace man out in the woods yelling, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I just gave him. A, he got a weird a creepy human, laugh. A weird creepy laugh at the end. I love it. Oh. Yeah, that that's episode 60 right there in a nutshell. We want to keep bringing more stories to you guys. Like, Riley has wrote a few other ones that we haven't read yet. and Yeah, I posted, on our, that, yeah, I posted one. one on our Facebook page a long time ago that is the bookshelf in the basement. Mm. Actually, a really good little short story. We'll read that on the show one day, too. Um, I posted in the group, so if you join our Facebook group again, the give Leviathan. me that a shout-out. Shout the Night Group Facebook group. Uh, you can actually read another story that I wrote. I love it. Called the Lake Michigan Leviathan. We'll definitely be reading that. That um, one's great. I episode. love it. That I one love water is tales. really awesome too. Um, but yeah, many more stories that we're going to be bringing to you. Of course, we'll read other people's stories. We want to read your stories. So please send us your stories. We're still going to do what goes bump Recommend us a story. We're still always doing what goes bump. Does it go bump stuff? I mean, I guess, does it go bump? Oh, does it? I mean, that fits. The okay, okay. We put up a poll and we let the listeners decide if it bumped. Because we you always say if it bumps. So you, heard it you guys decide first. if it bumps. So if you listen to this episode, join the Facebook group. Go do this poll. Does episode 60 bump? Hopefully it does. <laughs> I think it does. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm biased. a little biased. We're very biased. <laughs> so I don't but think yes. You guys let us know. And... We're almost to fucking 4,000 fucking downloads, y'all. That's it. That's it. And we're not even at the eighth month of the year yet. 
we're still in fucking July. Yeah, we're only seven months in, and you guys only got a thousand plays to go. Of course, we got to keep bumping these episodes out. But, of course, we're doing that the best we can. As always, it's going to be a little bit difficult coming up here at the beginning of next month. We will give you a little warning on that because I will be gone for two weeks in Alaska. He's going to do big shit. Don't worry, I will still be posting stuff to, like, our social media pages so you can get, like, an Mm -hmm. experience with us. Maybe I'm going back to the igloo again. I'm so excited for that. So, maybe if I have service. I don't remember if I had service there or not. I don't remember It's literally in the middle of You're also in a different time zone. Yeah, also in a completely different time zone than y'all. Unless you're in Alaska, shout out. Yeah, I mean, shout out to people in Alaska because, hell yeah, that place is beautiful. I wish I can go. (laughs) Uh, I know we have fans in Alaska, so. We sent a shirt. (laughs) We sent a shirt to Alaska. To actually a good family friend too so um yeah we we're really I'm happy proud. With i'm very proud 60. of this Riley. we're really happy with all of our listeners and the almost 200 people that have joined our group with yeah our bravo week. you guys we absolutely love and adore all of you and we keep pushing because you guys we want to make this as it. great as we can and so, you guys are making it great for us don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you're listening on YouTube right now. Hit it. Give us a like. Helps us out in the long run. We appreciate it more than you could even understand. Yeah, I mean, if you can get us some more plays off that and we can get more recognition on YouTube and then our videos start coming up to the top of the search pages, like, it just helps. It just helps everybody. Because then you guys can find it a lot easier because I have to fucking search. But yeah, we just, I can't tell you guys how much, like, thank, uh, how much, how thankful I am for everybody that has literally, like, reached out and tried to tell me, you know, like, you should talk about this story, or I have some stories, and, like, we haven't got them on the pod yet, or everybody that has been on, like, just thank you guys, like, from the bottom of my heart, and Riley's too, I already know, because this is what we love, like, this is literally what we love to do. Yeah, as you guys know, the whole story of the whole podcast, like... We haven't touched on this in a while, so if you're a new listener, this would be a, like a really yeah, good, good introduction refresh. and refresh to you know who we are. Like me and Trevor used to work together; we've known each other for a long time, and Ten, tens this plus years. Podcast is something we talked about for like three freaking years, and we just didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it. And just we both talking have had about experiences, it. and then one day we just bought a mic and started talking into it and creating these amazing podcasts and i'm not gonna lie it sounded kind of poopy until now (laughs) yeah and we just literally learned on youtube so like where we kind of had talked about for episode 60 like after we read the story and stuff is like we don't know how many people out there like listen to us and want to start a podcast but don't know exactly how to do do it. it Just, just do it do it it's youtube videos were the good. only thing that yeah. we needed audacity is what we use and we just watched youtube yeah, videos we do it super basic and simplistic like i think we maybe have 300 dollars invested in equipment yeah and then people have been generous enough to let us use their microphones too and to upgrade our stuff off of it and it's like i can't thank people enough for just being as awesome as they are right and we literally started off with 35 dollar mics yeah and then we had what like two followers and listeners for months and now it's like what is happening yeah you'll be honestly surprised just like we were to see how many people are willing to listen to you i can't even fathom the fact that there's almost four thousand listens like four thousand times somebody has sat down and listened to our voices like right and we've had 
success in all kinds of different countries. Like we were a top fifty podcast on Apple Podcasts in like New Zealand, uh, Argentina, Canada. I don't know anybody like, from most of those I don't know places. anyone in those places. So I mean, we can't thank anyone enough that just sees our what goes mumbling tonight like cover page buttons is being a he's stepping out stuff right now he wanted to come say hi buttons is the kitty cat that riley has and yes he buttons is, is my cat he's the most adorable cat we'll have to post some pictures on there <laughs> so yeah. everybody can see butts yeah because butts is the best and if like, you didn't know on our shop you can actually get bandanas for your oh pets. yeah i'll say we haven't talked about merchandise in a while so outside of all the thank you guys and like loving you guys we still have per- bleh, bleh, we still have merchandise like we can still sell you guys some shirts like some swag like we have some swag yeah. and i love it uh the merch description or merch link oh god my we're goodness. losing it we're losing our minds the story got me twisted bruh um it definitely did yeah you can you can find all of our merch literally in the description there's a link it says shop what goes by. yeah and if you're more of an instagram than facebook user you can also check out our instagram and get to it yes and facebook our shop we have a facebook shop and instagram shop it's actually really cool i'm working on adding more things to it but you once you click on like the item it brings you to our website hopefully one so. day we can get a whole domain under just what goes bump the night yeah dot so org if you're something. a listener and would like to help us set up our own website we would love to like I'll pay connect you. with you. <laughs> I'll straight up pay somebody to help me with that shit because I am not good with social medias. I'm sorry, guys. I could talk all day, but I am so bad on Facebook, so bear with me. <laughs> but if you haven't figured it out yet, we are What Goes Bump the Night. My name is Riley Clark. And I'm Trevor Jensen. And this has been episode 60. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night. Bye.